Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Tour Caster, Dragon Rider, and of course, Major Death. Okay, so... Um, one more thing, guys. I am going to be talking a bit, a little bit less. Uh, Mage and Dragon are going to be handling the news and a lot of the reading this week. Um, I have I had COVID over the past week. I'm doing okay right now, but they will be doing the majority of the reading and speaking this week. So I want to thank them right now at the beginning of the episode before we kick it over to the poll question. So thank you guys. I really, really appreciate it. It's not a problem. We are yes. glad you're here. We've got some yes. awesome stuff to talk about. So let me jump into last week's poll question. We asked you which of these previously low played classes benefited the most from the balance changes that occurred. We had 25 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 56% of the votes, you said Rogue was the biggest beneficiary of the balance changes. Warlock was second with 24%. And Priest was last at 20 percent i'm i'm actually surprised that priest number was a little bit lower than i expected it to be i thought i thought all three of these would be a little closer to 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 33 percent but it does feel like i've seen a lot of rogue on ladder over the over the last week or so so i i've seen a lot of rogue and i have seen my fair share of warlock Uh, i've seen a lot less priest than i have anything else so that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's like where you're at on ladder or something. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in like in tournaments and stuff, there's like almost no warlock and there's a ton of priest. Right. Like I just casted the uh, the top eight for the DreamHack community clash last Sunday. And it was like everybody brought either the wig bless priest or boar priest. It was like yeah. almost I think all eight of them had priest and there was one warlock. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> he did phenomenal in that, by the way. I got to tune oh, in and see some of you. it. So, phenomenal casting. Let's jump in. We've got a lot to cover during the main yes. topic. So, let's jump into the news. And, Dragon Rider, what was the big announcement that came out? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah, so, since the last time that we spoke, there was not only an announcement, but a bunch of reveals. That's right. Throne of the Tides mini set will be launching June 1st. It will probably be live by the time that you're hearing this. And uh, yeah, it was announced 35 different cards, which means four legendaries, one epic, 14 rares, 16 commons. And you can get the entire 66 card mini set for $14.99 or the 2000 gold. And the mini set will also be available in an all gold version for $69.99 for those of you who really want to wail out and buy <laughs> the gold cards. Bling out your collection. Yeah. That's right. What do we got next, Mage? All right. To bring the mini set into the game, we're going to have patch 23.4. So that will launch June 1st. It includes the Throne of the Tides mini set, uh, some new Battleground heroes, and a big Mercenaries content update as well. Uh, Also, we are getting another awesome quality of life feature added in this patch called Overkept Decks. 
We talked about, I think we've talked about this before, but now when you're building a deck in the My Collection screen, you'll be able to add up to 50 cards to the deck. You then have to trim it down to 30 in order for it to be legal to then actually cue the deck in, in constructed play. So now you can literally throw everything in the kitchen sink into the deck to see what it looks like and then slowly whittle it down to the exact 30 cards that you want. So I I think this is a great feature. I'm surprised we haven't had that feature, but I'm glad we are getting this feature now. Yes, me too. I'm ready for uh, me actually to be able to put all those cards in my deck while people are in chat or uh, throwing card names at me during stream. (laughs) Put this in, put this in. Okay, okay, okay. Add those all and then I can go back and be like, all right, what do we actually want in this deck? Right. Uh, we also got some bug fixes and game improvements for Constructed. Though this first one I don't think qualifies as either. Because they are fixing a bug that showed the card history tile. Where the card history tile for Nelly the Great Thrasher would show which pirates were chosen. So after this patch goes live tomorrow, you can no longer go into the history tile and see whether or not they got smite, which they probably did, and then you have to figure out how not to die. But, uh, yeah, I I don't like this. Uh, we were talking before the show. I think I think there's definitely some sentiment uh, on social media that this should stay. That this was a feature, not a bug. But uh, according to the patch notes, this this is in fact a bug. Uh, We've got a couple other fixes. We have a uh, fixed debug that makes it difficult to target the enemy hero on the second barbed net selection. Fixed debug where Puffer Fist would always trigger before Defias Cannoneer. Now they will trigger in the order that they were played. And then this, this bug is, I think, directly a result to Dragon Rider and, and myself. Dragon Rider had a game on stream where she dealt with Parlay, the rogue card, was messing up her harpoon gun dredges. So there's a they fixed a bug where Parlay would shuffle the opponent's deck without stating shuffle in its description. So now your your opponent can't wreck your harpoon gun dredges by playing Parlay. So uh, that big long national nightmare has now finally come to an end. But uh, we, I messaged Gallon about it after we saw it on Dragon Rider's stream because we were debating whether or not it was working as intended or not. Never heard anything back, and then now all of a sudden it's in the patch notes uh, a couple patches later. So uh, I'm going to give us a little bit of credit for for that showing up. And then, and then finally, we have the Nogglings that have learned a card with Echo or Repeat This Turn will now add a temporary copy of the spell to your hand. Apparently, that was something they it was not doing before, but now with patch 23.4, they will do that. So keep those in mind when you're play, playing games uh, in Constructed going forward after, after the uh, patch goes live. We got a Book of Heroes coming, Dragon Rider. Yeah, this one sounds really interesting. Uh, Book of Heroes Phelan. So this is going to be coming out in the patch, but it says completing all 17 missions the first time will grant the Ghost Ship card back. Completing all the missions with a different character will earn you a standard pack. 
and completing all missions with the third character will earn you a voyage to the sunken city pack. So it sounds like quite a lot of missions and, and playing it multiple times, but even just going through it once for the a ghost ship card back, I'm like, all right, all right. I think they sucked me into doing some solo <laughs> yeah. content. Yeah, it, it seems... I mean, they've been given good rewards for, you know, free content, so it's. I think it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And the cosmetic I, stuff overall has just been getting better, so it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I love that I have to do it a second and third time to get the packs, but um, but I guess, I, I guess some of them are puzzles, some of them are, you know, just regular, like, deck encounters, that sort of thing, and so... But but it does seem like a, a little bit longer uh, solo solo content uh, than than we've seen uh, in some of the more recent one, recent ones because it was only basically eight encounters on most of the regular Book of Heroes and Book of Mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, it seems might like it might be a little bit steep to get these packs, but. Mage, I think there might be an easier way for people to get some packs. <laughs> there is. If you have Prime Gaming, there is another free reward available to you. It's three free standard packs. Uh, this was you. the first two rewards were both a, a single random legendary. But now uh, through June 25th, if you have Amazon Prime and you or you have Prime Gaming subscription, you can go in and claim three three uh standard packs uh for free so that's the, a nice little extra boost to the collection um especially especially if if you don't end up getting the mini set like in whole this is where you could potentially get some of those some of those individual cards as well so all right what do we have for tournaments dragon rider yeah, we actually do have a bit of tournament news. One of the kind of big ones for the year actually is coming up this coming weekend, June 3rd through 5th. It is the Masters Tour Summer Championship. Uh, we have the link there if you want to check out the blog post. But basically, it is the top 16 point earners from the first three Masters Tours. Those are the, the 16 players who will be competing for a $50,000 prize pool. Three days of broadcast. Although for those of us maybe in the U.S. It might be a little bit harder for uh, us to catch those. So the broadcast does start at midnight Pacific time or 3 a.m. Eastern. So uh, kind of based on Central European time, I believe, is, is the kind of best timing there. So yeah, if you're in the Europe region, you probably benefit a little bit from watching that. But if you can, maybe when you wake up in the morning or something, try to put it on. Or if you're a night owl and you're up late, put it on for a little bit each night. Hopefully enough to get you some packs, more packs. You can earn two Voyage of the Sunken City packs by watching for two hours. And then another two hours uh, will get you the second pack. So four hours total. And it, it can build up over the whole weekend. So it's not like you have to watch four hours straight. Uh, so that is happening this weekend. And it's pretty interesting because they also at the bottom of the blog post they put the dates for the next three masters tours and they also said we still have the masters tour fall championship and the 2020 world championship coming later this year and of course there's already the battlegrounds tournaments that have been going on too so kind of a lot of uh, big broadcasts and, and official tournaments happening so 
pretty interesting in terms of, I guess, uh, <laughs> not like big official tournaments, but still decent if you would like to uh, enter. I will be hosting two double elimination tournaments uh, this month in June. And they will each have a $100 prize pool. So would love to have you come check those out. I'm still finalizing everything. So, you know, jump in my Discord or follow me on, on Twitter or whatever to uh, stay tuned for those updates. But going to be doing that because, you know, unfortunately couldn't make it to DreamHack Dallas this weekend. So instead, putting a little bit of that money that I would have spent for the trip towards uh, some better prize pools. So going to do that. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh summer championship. That's going to be I mean, it's the best of the best. So that's going to be uh a very very cool tournament to see. So I I personally look forward to watching it all. All right, is it is it time? Is it time Let's to talk about new cards? Yeah. So yes, we have we have a mini set that is coming out. Probably is out as you're hearing this, but we want to go through all 35 cards, give you our thoughts on each of them, and we're gonna try and do this in an expeditious sort of fashion so that you're not here for uh, a long period of time. But we've got we've got the standard scale um that we normally use dragon rider do you want to do you want to share with everybody what that scale is and then we'll jump into to the demon hunter cards yes that's right so it's a one to six scale one being bad like wisp uh number two if, if we rated a two that's kind of fringe like support maybe abusive sergeant and a rubian unraveler uh, three is pretty strong or a key support in a couple of decks we've seen that with bone wraith or true silver Four is going to be very strong, good in several decks. Fungal Mancer, Evil Miscreant. Uh, five, format defining. We're talking Cube, Kaliseth, Zephyrus. You know, everybody had Zephyrus. And mm -hmm. if we give it a six, OPAF, please nerf. We'll see. I feel like we hand those out very sparingly, but yeah. <laughs> they, don't they think have happened. I don't I don't think we're seeing any of those in this in this particular mini set. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, let's let's start with the Demon Hunter cards. Remember, because there's 35, we've got three cards for each of the ten classes, and then five neutral cards. So, starting with Demon Hunter, we have Topple the Idol, which is a five mana spell, a rare spell that says Dredge. Reveal it and deal damage equal to the cost of all minions. Ah, uh, this is like Chaos Nova a little bit in that that is a strict four damage AOE to the entire board. Uh, this is um, this is five mana. It does dredge, so it puts a certain card next to it. But it's a both side board clear. I don't I don't know if this is good. Like I, I see like if you're playing a controlling deck, this potentially could be okay. Um I, I gave this a two. I d I don't know that I'm rushing to play this card. It's not even a fell spell, so I don't even think it fits into a fell fell demon hunter deck. I also gave it a two. If it was a fell spell, I think it could see its way to a three. Yeah. But but it isn't. 
So it isn't. <laughs> it well, isn't, so it's not. <laughs> yep. I also gave it a two. I think we all kind of agree on this one. Yeah, it could have some use. Seems like it could be good, but I just, I'm not sure right now. Maybe this is one that gets better with some uh, future support. The Fossil Fanatic is the common minion. Two mana, two, two, says after your hero attacks, draw a fell spell. This seems okay. Uh, I, I, you know, your one mana hero power allows you to attack. And so for three mana, you basically could play a two, two and draw a fell spell. I, I think this is good enough to see some play in a fell demon hunter deck. Uh, I gave this a three. I think I think it'll be a, a a solid card in that deck. Um, I gave it a three as well. I, I for exactly those same reasons. I feel like it's an easy it's, condition to meet, and yeah, it's just if you want to play fell spells, this tutors out fell spells. Very reasonable condition, so I like it a lot. So I gave it a three. It's not right. flashy. It's just nice. That's yeah. what I think. It does what it does well. Yeah. Yeah. If if we hadn't have talked about a couple of cards that we disagree on before the show, I'd be like, what's happening? We're agreeing because I also <laughs> gave this a three. But I know the ones we disagree on are coming. They're coming. Yes, they are. All right. The final Demon Hunter card is the Herald of Chaos. Three mana, three, four, Naga with lifesteal and a battle cry that reads if you casted if you if you've cast a fell spell while holding this gain rush uh just like the fossil fanatic i feel like this is a pretty nice card the fact that you know we have kind of a fell deck already this is and there's synergies with nagas in Demon Hunter that seemed to work well. This has got Lifesteal. This could potentially get Rush as well. I think this is going to see play as well. Maybe that means the Fossil Fanatic isn't good enough, but I think if I was just this card by itself, I gave this a three as well. And I, I, I'm not, I think you could probably include them both, but maybe you can include them both in the, in the, in the uh, Fell Demon Hunter deck. I gave it a three as well. I, I I just think it does a lot for a simple request. Like you, mm-hmm. you're going to play like Fel Barrage or you know any uh, one of the other Fel spells. It, they're cheap. This does something right away, and it's got Life Steal, which is something that Fel already kind of wants to do. So I feel like right. it fits it fits the mold. So I I like it a lot. So I think I I think this is another three. I gave this one a four. I really like this one. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to get that rush effect and impacting the board with a decently statted rush minion that also is going to heal you seems pretty good. So I, yeah. I gave it a four. You might, I might be short changing it, but I thought at the very least, this is a three and, and, and feels like it's fairly easy to get that rush, which then makes this even more impactful. Let's, yeah. let's jump over to Druid now. All right. Our first Druid card is a rare minion. It is Spirit of the Tides, a two mana, two, two elemental. If you have any unspent mana at the end of your turn, gain plus one, plus two. Uh, I'm, I'm giving this a two. I think it's actually kind of decent, but I think it's fringe right now because 
like I, I feel like it kind of only fits into like a beast druid or aggro-y type druid and I don't that's not very meta right now <laughs> like it feels kind of fringe so I'm just going with that I also gave it a two it's I don't know it feels weird like it like druid you want to be spending your mana efficiently very efficiently in in the early game maybe when you you've got guff down and you might have something later on but like i i just don't see where this fits it does kind of look like modified celemental art i will say though so i i don't think this is a particularly good card i think that like i if I'm going to play this card in my deck, I definitely want to then be inefficient with my mana usage. And then even if I am inefficient with my mana usage, I'm only getting a 3-4 for 2 mana. That doesn't seem like a big enough payoff for me. So so I'm giving this a, a, a very low 2. I, I, I don't see a scenario where I necessarily want to play this. And and it's not just with the current decks. I just don't know where I would want to play this and be inefficient because if you're playing a more aggressive style deck, uh, unless this is a top deck on turn six or seven and you don't have any other cards in hand, you're I, I don't really I, I don't want to waste my mana. So I, I'm not sure where this fits. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one we have is a three mana three three Naga Herald of Nature. Battlecry, if you've cast a nature spell while holding this, give your other minions plus one, plus two. Uh, okay. I I like this one a little more. I actually gave this a three. I think you run enough nature spells, at least a, a few nature spells, in kind of that more aggro board-based style druid that you could probably slot this in and get some, get some value out of it. A little bit more than wanting to play, uh, with unspent mana so i think it's all right i gave this a three as well this feels like um this does feel like a card that brings beast druid or you know the the aggro druid back into the the fold because there is stuff like uh the the uh sunken city or whatever it was that that puts the uh the bottom of your deck there's enough nature spells especially early on that you can generate tokens, and this can be a payoff on a full board. Plus two health is pretty big. We see, we're seeing that right now with uh, Serpent Wig. So it feels like this can hit the board early enough to to give change, uh, give value uh, value trades and and whatnot, and and hold down the board a little bit more. Well, this is really disappointing because I. I like this card, and I think this is a solid card, and I was thinking about a more aggressive style, token-y style deck where this would be really good, and I was thinking, you know what would be a good card with this? Asharan Gardens. Okay. Nope, nope, that's not that's not a nature spell. Okay. Oh, what about Heart of the Wild? Nope, that's not a nature spell either. So I'm not sure, like, like the nature spells, you have to, it, it's got to be something like, I guess flipper friends or living roots or something like that. And 
that suddenly makes this a lot less great to me, unfortunately. And so maybe this is something that works better. Thorn Grove Sentries. Now that one, that one does make some sense uh, as far as something to pair with this, but immediately I thought this could be a lot better than it could than it than I than I think it could be um, in practice. But I'm gonna give this a three. I think eventually this is gonna be actually a pretty decent card and a, and a good card in a tokeny style deck. So so can I throw in a few other things here? Um, sure. Living roots. Sow the soil, composting, mark of the wild, like you said, Thorngrove. I feel like wrath. I feel like there's enough early on. I, I yeah. I I guess I wanted some kind of other buff card or like a buff card that could maybe make this thing do its thing. But but like I think Thorngrove Sentry is actually kind of the best option here because then you're creating two minions. And then you're immediately buffing those two minions up right away. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our last druid card is Moonbeam, a one mana arcane spell. Deal one damage to an enemy twice. Uh, this one's kind of interesting because you could uh, get better value out of it if you have like spell damage, right? Because then it'd be like deal two damage to an enemy twice or deal three. Um, I don't know where you want it right now though um so i'm gonna give it a two because i think it's it has potential but i'm just not sure outside of that i went back and forth for those exact same reasons i'm like this has potential like this can get rid of divine shields and like do something else or you know it, it, it opens some things up but like (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't feel like it does enough right now, and I don't know where it goes. So I ended on a two. Two for me as well for the the same reason. I just I I think it I think it's okay, but I don't think it's particularly. Uh, I don't see immediately where it goes. So all right, you want to take us away with Hunter. All right, let's move on to Hunter. We have actually two rares and a common in this set. We're going to start with the Ancient Kraken Vein. This is a three-mana, three-three Naga with a battle cry that reads, if you've, casted th- if you've cast three spells while holding this, deal five damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> and if you're playing cheaper spells, like, say, maybe the quest hunter this could actually be a pretty solid card and that deck already had a little bit of synergy when it came to when it came to nagas so uh you know i think this is actually okay i i think you play the i think you could play this in a quest deck and maybe it finds its way in a few other in a few other spots i'm gonna give this a three I don't think it's earth-shatteringly great, but I I definitely think that it it's got a, some nice reach to it that I, that I think is uh, that Quest Hunter could use. I gave it a three as well. I've seen some Naga, and especially that card that summons the the three threes. If you've played a Naga too, so I feel like there I, I've seen a little bit more Naga in Hunter in general, and I feel like this has a little bit more of a place, and it just 
something easy that Hunter is going to do pretty easily. It's not a it's a, not a big ask for Hunter to cast three spells. Yeah, so Naga's pride is the uh, yes. summon two 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 lionfish. But if you've played yeah. a Naga while it while having while this is in your hand, then they're three threes. Yeah. So I mean. There's this yeah. feels like it has a lot of upsides, so I gave it a three. I only gave it a two. I'm not kind of as excited about this one. Uh, it's a decent body. The five damage seems great, but I feel like it's harder for Hunter to have played three spells while holding this, just because it does feel like some of the spells are a little bit slower. Then, like, if you look at the priest one that draws you three cards, the handmaiden, I think it is. Right. That one's running a lot of, like, real cheap spells. And I think this could have fit into Quest Hunter before we <laughs> had the, <laughs> the Dragon Bane nerf. Yeah. Now, that's looking true. at it, it's like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so I, I'm going to give it a two. I think it still slots in somewhere, but not as hyped on it. Yeah, no, that's that. that that's fair i all i will say is that i I thought that it was going to be really difficult to play three spells while holding some of these naga and it has turned out not to be as big a deal uh in several classes than i thought it would be so i'm going to give this one a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt this time just and now i'll totally be wrong the other way probably so uh, Shell Shot is the other rare card. It is a three mana spell, nature spell that says deal three damage to a random enemy minion. Repeat this with one less damage. So it does three damage to a random enemy minion, then two damage to a random enemy minion, then one damage to a random enemy minion. Okay, that's a lot of damage randomly flying around, but it is going to the other side of the board which seems seems good um if nothing else it's gonna it's gonna you could potentially use it and just kill something if it's got like five health or something if they're if it's the only minion over there so that's i i think this could see play i i gave it a three uh it's it's maybe I don't know. It it it, it seems it, it seems borderline to me though. Sometimes sometimes depending on what the meta looks like. I agree. I gave it a three as a benefit of the doubt. I feel like it could it this card could go either way, and I think right now I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. So very yeah. nice in the early game, like yeah. that, it, on turn on three, turn three this is really great. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yup, I I also gave it a three. I think it's I think it's pretty solid. Um, it's pretty interesting that like it keeps repeating itself until it's done. Uh, so it's kind of like an interesting concept, I think, especially for Hunter. But yeah, like you said, even if there's only one minion on the other side, uh, sometimes Hunter struggles with like bigger you know taunts or something. That could be an answer for something like that, or just sticking it out in the early game like you guys said if that comes out early against an aggressive board that could be what hunter needs to stay in it just that extra turn or two to get like their beasts or their you know whatever it is that they're doing going so i kind of like it 
And we would note that if you add spell damage to this, then it keeps going till it runs out. So if you had one spell yeah. damage on the board, then it goes four, three, two, one. So so it's going to scale actually very well uh, with spell damage. The last minion for Hunter is a K9-O-Tron, a two-mana, two-three mech with a battle cry that reads Dredge. If it's a one-cost minion, summon it. This, it, it, I remember times where this would have been absolutely just crazy for Hunter. Um, this seems a little less crazy right now, but at the same time, if I, I think I think this is still good, and it potentially could get even better as we get more sets in the meta. And maybe Hunter gets to do some other things. I think this ends up being really, really nice. And so I'm going to give this a three, but I, I actually could see this being as high as a four or as low as a two, depending on what's going on and what sort of things Hunter's trying to do. Uh,. I, I in good conscience, can't give it a one because it has the word dredge on it and it's got a good, it's got a decent body. I just don't see like, so you're hoping a one drop is on the bottom of your deck on turn two. I'd rather have it like, I don't know. It just, to me, it, to me, it doesn't, I, I don't get excited for it, but it does still have dredge. Dredge is still really good. I think this is a two. I fluctuated between a one and a two. I am not sold on this card. Like at first I was like, oh, this is kind of really cool. And like the more I thought about it, yeah, I'm like, okay, I guess. I don't like, and also right now, like what one drops do we want to be running? Trog, Naga, Slither Spear, the Naga Slither Spear thing. Like, okay. This is great if you can get it coined out or on turn two, maybe three. But I think this gets a lot worse the farther the game goes as well. So it's like, oh, do we really want this? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm Honestly, I'm just going to settle on a one for right now, but it, it might be a two. <sighs> you, I, I, I think you're shortchanging this card. I think, I, I, could think be. It's, I think it's better than that. And if nothing else... I mean, look at it. It's basically the the Tuscar trawler thing. If you don't, yeah. you, you just you just you just, and that's a that's a okay card. It's not a three necessarily for, but it is. It, it's at least a two. I feel like, and like if you if we get to the point where there's a few more one drops in a hunter deck, then this suddenly gets a lot more interesting. And and like, I I think you have the option of. I want the one drop or I want to put something good on the top of my deck for next turn. And I don't think you, you kind of can't miss that at that point with the dredge. That could be, that could be yeah. the dredge probably makes it a two, not a one. <laughs> All right. Tell it, tell us about mage there. Dragon Rider. All right. Yeah. We have a legendary here. First legendary lady Najjar. A 5-mana five 5-5 five, five Naga. While in your hand, this transforms after you cast a Fire, Frost, or Arcane spell. So after you pla uh, cast an Arcane spell, uh, she will have a battle cry that reduces spells in your hand by 1. 
after a fire, uh, you get basically an explosive shot effect. So it's a battle cry, deal five to a minion, deal two to adjacent minions. And then after you play a frost spell, you get a battle cry, gain eight armor. Uh, so I, someone told me in my stream today that it was confirmed somewhere that she will continue to transform. So if you have her in your hand, you play a fire spell, she will then transform into that fire spell or the fire explosive shot type effect. If you keep her in your hand, play a frost, then it'll change to the eight armor and it'll just keep changing until you play her out of your hand, uh, which I think makes a lot of sense. And, uh, this one is really interesting. I'm actually rating this a four just because I, I like it a lot. <laughs> and I think uh, since it's a Naga and you already want to be playing spells with her, um, I, I could see people playing this in the like wildfire Naga mage uh, just, you know, to fit that in and get some good effects. But the just the play style, I think, is really interesting of trying to like how do you want to either build a deck or how do you want to make your plays to get a certain effect, uh, which might change based on the matchup or just what you're, you're doing. So I think the effect is really, really cool. I gave it a two. I just, I, she costs five mana. That's, that's my problem is she costs five mana. And so either you have to like stop, playing spells at a specific point because you're looking for for a specific effect or you're just going to be okay with the like the gambit because like in if you're playing naga my guess is that you're going off with the spite lash siren and you go through a lot of different things on those turns so i don't know to me and i i fully admit i just don't like the way this card operates in my personal opinion, like I just, it feels too hard to control. So I gave it a two. So I'm somewhere in the middle of you two there. I think, I think it seems very powerful. The effect, I think the individual effects allow it some for some versatility, depending on the matchup. And I, I think you can potentially slot this into into a siren deck and so i i'm gonna give this a three i think this definitely sees a lot of play early on in in mage to try and see how good it is i think i really like the fact the the cost spell cost reduction option and so like if you use this with like the gift of azure this seems really really good to play then you know after you've drawn some cards um, so I, I, I'm very curious to see how this is gonna, how this is gonna work. Cause those other options work really well towards if you're worried about getting, getting blown out early because of a, uh, like a, a real aggressive start from your opponent. All right. Next we have a rare two mana, two, two elemental submerged space rock. Death Rattle, add two arcane mage spells to your hand. At the end of your turn, discard them. Uh, I'm giving this a two. It seems interesting. It's a Death Rattle, and then they go away at the end of your turn, which is kind of interesting. 
so e I think even if it dies in your opponent's turn, since it specifies at the end of your turn, you should still get your turn. They'd be in your hand. You can play them. But uh, I'm not sure. Like, arcane spells, maybe there's going to be some really great arcane spells in the future. I don't know if this is something, like, that people want to slot into, uh, like, Naga Mage or something right now. Like, with the Spylash Sirens and all that, but... It could, it could be something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a 2-2 death rattle that gives you spells you have to play within a turn. I, I, okay, I, I don't know. It, this doesn't really, it's like, uh, this could, like, this could potentially high roll, but it could also potentially be like, wow, there's two cards in my hand that I can't play. I guess I'm doing what I was doing anyway, so, so I gave it a 2. So it looks like there's 10 arcane spells for for mage right now when this goes live. Um, that most of them are in the two and three mana range. The outliers are shooting star for one mana, arcane overflow for five, arcane brilliance for four, and then mass polymorph for seven. But otherwise you've got, you know, like siphon mana, ruined orb, gifts of Ajara, Counterspell, Arcane Intellect, and then the Polymorph spell that we're, we're, we're going to talk about in a second. So I think some of those are going to be relatively inexpensive and able to be played. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that they don't just sit in your hand, I think, kind of makes this a little less great. I don't know if the elemental synergy matters much right now for for maid so i'm just gonna give this a two I, I i don't i don't see where it goes but i mean we've got a lot more cards coming this year and so there is definitely a possibility that this could end up being better a little bit later on well in case you wanted one more arcane spell here we have got polymorph jellyfish <laughs> three mana arcane spell transform a minion into a four one jellyfish with spell damage plus two right uh two i like it seems fun and and i heard people talking about oh you can use this against boar priests like transform their thing and all that. and it's like yeah i guess but also <laughs> like i don't I, I don't know i don't really see like why you'd want to do that like uh sure i guess if i i feel like it would feel really bad if you're having to tech these into your car into your deck specifically for that like maybe play a different deck i don't know like <laughs> this is like a two i maybe even a one <laughs> i concur it's a two i mean like when i i look at it and i'm like does this can you use something where you like polymorph your own thing and get the spell damage like I feel Maybe. like I feel like the boar priest thing isn't a valid one because I feel like if that comes into play, boar priest players will just kill their boars the moment they hit the board. They just won't. They'll wait. Like it, you can play around it. The only reason you play boars the way you do now is because there's no way. There's nothing in decks that are going to kill it. You know, transform it. If that became a thing, they'd play around it. But anyways, I'm just like, and even then. You give your opponent plus two spell damage, or you have to spend 
you know, more mana or another attack to deal with a 3-1. Uh, it's not quite as good as original Polymorph, so I gave it a 2. So this reminds me of like that polymorph boar that changed something into a yep. boar. Yeah. The advantage yeah. to that was it's that charge. It charge and immediately yeah. goes face. I don't think you can ever count out the fact that it, this has spell damage plus two. So I think you might end up using this on your own minion, like if you generate it. But I don't know if I want to actually put this in my deck and, and have yeah. it there. So. I'm going to give it a 2 because of the spell damage plus 2, but I have a hard time believing, at least right now, that this is going to actually see some play. But maybe if we get into a real spell damage heavy mage deck later on in the year when we have a lot more spells to go for, and maybe there's some like burn mage thing, this, this might help you get additional spell damage on the board because you can reduce the cost of this. And then, and then potentially um, you know go off as a, a, on a finishing turn. I think uh, maybe in like your your Naga Spite Lash Mage, you take this since it's three mana. You take this off with the Nogaling, right? And you're mm -hmm. like probably pretty happy with that. You yeah. can transform that, one of your other Nogalings yeah. or something, but you probably don't want to put it in the deck. I don't. I don't. Think. I, I think for one mana, that's that's a phenomenal uh, trade up. Yeah. So yeah, Nogaling, yes. Anything else, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, take it away with uh, some Paladin there, Mage. All right, with Paladin, we have our lone epic card of this set. It's called Front Lines. It's a nine-mana spell that says, Summon a minion from each player's deck. Repeat until either side of the battlefield is full. Whoa. <laughs> this, seems, this seems fun. Um... I'm not sure that it's actually good or that I actually want to play it, but this seems fun. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a two. Maybe the, if, you, if you could somehow play a big Paladin deck and then get to nine mana and be able to do this, hey, that would be good. But other, I, 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 I don't see a scenario beyond that where I would want to play this deck, this card. Yeah, unless Cariel, you could play Cariel on turn one and she gets to charge in and reduce your holy spell. Is that a holy spell? It is not. It's not okay. Well, then never mind. I, I don't know what to do. Sorry. <laughs> I can't make up a scenario unless it's a holy spell. Uh, yeah. Unless you play the six mana Naga that switches a spell with another spell in your opponent's hand. And make it cost super... I don't, I don't know. This seems like... I don't get what pipe dream this is going for, but I gave it a two. Man, I am... I'm just so sad with these paladin cards. Like, I... Out of all of the classes, I think these these three paladin cards, I rated the absolute lowest. This is a one for me. This card is so bad. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's it's probably good. a one. I, I, ha I, I, I want to live in a world where it might Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it could do something so cool, but it's never going to do something so cool. So it is a one, but yeah, we have yeah. hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk about it. Actually, a fairly decent card, though. Light Ray is a nine mana five five elemental with taunt that reads cost one less for each Paladin card you've played this game. 
Now, I don't think this is going to be like amazing, but a lot of the Paladin decks right now are very Paladin centric. They're they're it's not like it's not like the all Paladin card decks like we had uh, a few sets ago, but they have a lot of Paladin cards in them. And then you've got something like Maki Roll that allows you to play the same card over and over again multiple times can get this thing rather cheap i think i think this is going to end up being like a you know fairly easy three mana four mana five five with taunt now it would be better if it had divine shield it would be better if it had rush it has neither of those things so i'm not going to go overboard i'm giving it a three but it, it could be better but it as we've seen with some of the other with the other paladin guard it could could have been a lot worse yeah i like it i like it a lot i think this is a cool card so i gave it a four i think this is gonna it's such an easy condition to fill that it's just free stats and with things like you know um the hero card yeah like the, the blessings of queens like there there's a lot of ways to buff this up and like just free a free taunt which it can could be later in the game and a lot of paladin decks go later in the game so i like it as a four i'm probably overvaluing it right now and i know that but i think it's cool so man i i hate this one i gave it a one I just oh. I don't oh, like that's, it. Oh, like, that's not that's not an objective one. That's a I hate this card in its core. It's like a corridor creeper. Don't you miss corridor creeper? I do, and that had rush and impacted the board immediately. No, it didn't. This is kind of just corridor no, creeper what? did not have rush. It was originally oh, just a uh, it was originally oh, just okay. a five oh, five. Yeah. Okay, whatever. You're We've had better cards flesh, since you're then. You're thinking because... of the Mogu flesh shape right? yes. that had Rush. Yes, 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 that one. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I t- maybe I could be talked up to a two, but that's like maybe best case that you're going to get from me. I can't wait to come into stream and you're running that card and you're, I'll just be like, uh-huh, what about Light Ray? What about Light Ray? And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, whatever. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll just, I'll say I still hate it, but I'm calling it anyways. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I do wish it had more of an impact. That's fair. Or 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 something. I mean, even just Divine Shield. Like, that is one thing that made, um, oh gosh, now I don't remember what it was. The It was the 4-5 taunt Divine Shield that got discounted when you played Devout the people. Holy Spe- Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Devout People. Like, that card felt great. But part of why it felt so great is because it was the Taunt and Divine Shield. Like, it had more going for it. And it was pretty easy to, to, you know, get to zero. Which I think this will be fairly easy. But I don't really want just a 5-5 Taunt. Yeah. Myrmidon is the last card for Paladin. It is a 3-mana 3-4 Naga that says after you cast a spell on this minion, draw a card. Now, we've seen some legendaries that that do this way back in Hearthstone's past. Those didn't see a ton of play. And those, I think, even got like Divine Shield and some of that sort of stuff as well. This is just drawing a card. It's got a, it, it is a Naga, which, I mean, I don't think that 
I, I don't think you can completely count it out, but I don't see a spot that this makes a ton of sense. Um, like, I don't see this necessarily fitting well in a Holy Paladin deck, but... So I'm going to give it a two, but but maybe later on it gets to be a little bit better. I gave it a three, and I there's only one reason I would give this card a three, and it's Maki Roll. Holy Maki Roll. Mm. The, the fact that you can... Like, play this on turn five and draw two cards with it. Or later in the game, with Maki Roll, you just draw a bunch of cards and maybe potentially find that answer for yourself. So I feel like it could be a strong support card in, like, the Holy Paladin deck. Yeah, I could potentially see that. I think, uh, for me, it's tough because it's like, I consider that fringe, so I gave it a two. But it could be good in, like, that one deck, so maybe it's there. Uh, again, all of these, I think, would be, like, a lot better if we still had Labrums. Without Labrums, these feel a little tougher to evaluate. Maybe Maki Roll, but, yeah, it's kind of... A that card is that busted one, with so. Labrum. Draw Infinity cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, you know... And, Draw and your deck. To, exactly. Yeah. If you'd like, yeah. And yeah, I would actually great. now that you mentioned, I would like to draw my deck. Right? Yeah, I think that'd be okay. But uh, I think right now I'm just gonna go with two for this one. Sure. All right, priest main. Tell us how how these. Tell us about these priest cards. I'm calling Dragon Rider a priest main, by the way. That's the, that's the. Okay, joke. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know I haven't been impressed with the two classes that I like to play, but you know what? I did actually rate these priest cards a little bit higher. So let's talk about them. Two rares and a common. First, we have a disarming elemental. Four mana, four four elemental. Battle cry, dredge, for your opponent. Set its cost to six. This one is so interesting. I put this as a three uh, just because I think it's decent body, but getting to kind of choose what uh, card your opponent is going to draw next, mess mess with it a little bit, you know, setting it to six. Like if it's a cheap card, zero, one, two cost, well, now it's expensive. You probably don't want to give them something that costs more than six for six, unless literally that's the three options. But uh this is this is kind of interesting, and I think uh, this is something that helps fill in a little bit of gaps for uh, priest decks. Um, I gave it I gave it a two. In all honesty, um, I feel like if you want to play something to mess with the opponent on for four mana, the next card we're going to talk about is that card. But it, it just it's a four four. It's slow. It doesn't necessarily, I don't know. It, it just doesn't strike me as something that easily fits in with the archetypes we have at this moment. It has potential in the future, but right now it's just, um, it doesn't do much for me. This to me looks like a tech card. And it looks like a tech card to kind of mess with, like if you were playing a more controlling or like a combo deck or something if you if you make somebody's combo piece make somebody pay six mana for something that they are not expecting uh it could be okay but i don't see this as being anything more than a tech card so I, it gets a two from me 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that next card, which is a shadow spell. Four mana. Drown. Put an enemy minion on the bottom of your deck. Yeah, I, I also gave this one a three. I don't think it's like super OP, broken, you know, like everybody should lose their minds over it. Uh, but I do think it can be pretty powerful, uh, especially with the dredge effect. I think if you can somehow do this, like, and dredge, that could create some really crazy things. But it seems it seems all right. In Tomb, you say, for four mana, you say, sign me up. I uh, I put this as a four. Like, In Tomb was a phenomenal card at six. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm on, on board for universal four mana removal for priests. So um, this makes me excited to go into like a more controly priest because this card, this card can get work done. So yeah, I see it as a four, but I'm just, yeah, that's me being excited. Yeah, Entomb was, was pretty good this is better than entomb and we have dredge effects that allow for if this happens to be like if you put somebody's colossal at the bottom of your deck with drown then you suddenly can get it uh right away with, with the dredge effect so i like this card i think it i think it's gonna end up being another annoying card to deal with from priest uh so i'm gonna give it a three Okay, and our last one is Herald of Light, a 3-mana three 3-4 three, Naga. Battlecry, if you've cast a holy spell while holding this, restore 6 health to all friendly characters. I like this one. I'm actually giving it a 4. I think there's already some holy spells that you play, and you can do some pretty nutty combos with this. And since Cleric is back... I'm like, mm. I'm not sure if it gets slotted into any of the current priests that we have. Like, I, I don't know if you want to play this, like, in Wig Priest. Maybe. Probably not in Boar Priest. Um, but I definitely think that this is going to be a strong card and will get included in Priest decks at some point while this, while this is in Standard. Yeah, I agree. I gave it a four as well. It's just... Um... It's not flashy, right? It's a three mana three four that heals everyone on your side of the board for six. At very least, you heal yourself for six if you've played a holy spell. Uh, that's a super easy uh, requirement to have hit for for priests. So, like, this seems like a slam dunk play to me, and it just seems like a real solid card that impacts the board i think this is going to be a card that you're going to be more annoyed with mage than, than drown yeah. <laughs> sounds like it sounds exactly like it yeah i think this is going to be really i think this is going to be pretty strong i my only question is where it exactly fits yeah uh, and exactly I'm not entirely sure so i'm giving this a very strong three but yeah dang six the heal for six that hits everything uh, on the opponent, you know, on the on your side of the board when you play it is just, it's so rough. It is so, so rough. And, like, if you're playing, just think about things like, um, you know, treasure guards and, like, the, the, the light shower elemental and stuff. If you can't quite kill them, 
Oh, look, they're back at full health again. Crap. All right, should we jump into Rogue? Then? Let's our do very it. Yeah. Our next class. All Go right, ahead. so we've got two rares and a common here. The rares are both minions. Let's start with the Ink Veil Ambusher. It is a two mana, one two Naga with stealth that has text that reads has plus three attack and immune while attacking. So it is basically a two mana four two when when it attacks the first time. If if, if you cannot remove it while it's in stealth, um, this does not seem particularly strong to me uh i don't like a one attack minion for two mana um and and this only has two health i mean yeah it, it's great when you get to attack with it but you're only probably going to get to attack with it once so and there's not a lot of other naga support for rogue so i don't see where this fits i i gave it a two but I, I don't know where to, where you play this for Rogue right now. I went slightly higher and I gave it a three. Um, it's just it's going to always get like one trade. You know, it's it's going to get to attack at presumably, least once. For, yeah. yeah, presumably it's going to hit for four and survive because it's immune. So it's it does something I think Rogue wants to do. You know, control the board early on so you can chip. So I don't know exactly where it fits. I think that's right. I think you're fair to question it, but so I I like it as a lower three. I gave it a two. I'm not real hyped on this one. Uh, it seems like it could be okay if you're wanting to do some stealth, more aggressive stuff, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shatter Shambler is a one mana one three elemental with a battle cry that reads your next death rattle minion costs one less, but immediately dies when played. So there's been some death rattle support for Rogue. Uh, I don't know that it's actually there. I don't know that there actually is much of a deck to go with it. I know Naval Mind uh, is a deck that that you could you could do stuff with uh I, i've watched jay alexander play it i don't think it's i don't i don't think he thinks too highly of the deck but it is it's it's playable i guess um i don't know if this fits there or it, i don't know it just it feels like death rattle has been a bit half-baked for rogue for a lot of its time and I'd like to see a Death Rattle Rogue be decent again, like, or good for the first time. Um, it just, I, I don't know if this is the card that you, that, that does anything for that. Because basically, you play this for free because the, the next card, you, the Death Rattle minion that you play next costs one less. So it basically takes that, that mana reduction. So... I don't I don't know. Like if you're trying to avoid silences, I guess this is okay. I I gave it a 2, but I I I don't see I don't see it seeing play necessarily. I have it as a 2 as well. I mean, there's a few different things you can do with it. You know, like Nerubian eggs a thing. 
and that's not bad. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm reaching at this point in time. <laughs> I feel like there's potential there, but we're not there yet. I think this, like, if Rogue has something or if there's a death rattle they can really abuse, um, we can talk. But right now, I don't think there is other than naval mine, and I don't think this does much to improve your naval mine. So, like, yeah. like it literally, like, you would take out, you know, backstabs, put this in, and I'm like, well, I'd rather have backstabs. So. Right. Yep. Yeah. I gave this a two. No, just kidding. I gave this one a three. <laughs> I looked at the wrong card. Yeah, I gave this one a three. I, I think the, um, it was a debate between two and three. Uh, the naval mind thing is where I see it fitting the most. There was a, uh, I, I think they were calling it a colossal rogue from the China server that was running the um, sharks that like gave you coins and stuff. So I guess like that could be a thing, but I don't know. Like uh, the, the mine naval mine is where my mind goes the most. And I think that's cool. Maybe like Nerubian egg. That would be another cool one. But outside of that, I'm like, I'm not sure. So I don't know. I think, I think you need I think you need some good death rattles. Because like yeah. the smokescreen deck, like it you have smokescreen. You have a, a a weapon that does the death rattle of a death rattle that's triggered. So there are pieces here. Right. And this may be yeah. another piece for that death rattle deck. We yeah. just don't have the good payoff card. Or or like the I, I think I think you want with with something like this. I think you want more death rattles, not less. You know, like one specific death rattle that you're trying to hit. And right now, the death rattle pool is set up to where you basically want to just have naval mine, and that's pretty much it. So maybe maybe we get there later on. Uh, the last card for rogue is called jackpot. It is a two mana common spell that says add two random spells from other classes that cost five or more to your hand so this is a burgle card but the cards you get are spells and they're expensive spells i don't know that i necessarily want to play expensive spells from other classes so i mean there, there is potential of getting a little bit of card draw, possibly, from, from Demon Hunter. Um, but all in all, I, I don't know that I want this card in my, like, Thief Rogue deck. I'm going to give this a two. I may, Maybe it gets better later on, but I, 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 don't think, I don't think so. I also gave this a two because I didn't give it a one because there's still, like, you know, the, uh, the cash, the whatever cash that gives you the recast five of the spells. Um, so like potentially, I guess you could prep something out. I mean, it costs five. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's bad though. It's, it's not, it's not good. It's just not, it's five. The spells, <laughs> the spells that are good, what you discover a spell like that's that's why the the tooth is good because Nefarian's tooth because you get to discover a spell when you do that honorable kill that's why it's good this one just gives you two random five plus cost spells it's like 
oh, great. This is potentially very useless. Yeah, I was just going to say there are 52 cards in standard when this goes live that it could potentially hit. Yeah, that's Spells terrible. Spells that cost five or more. And, you know, you've got AoEs, you've got a, a little bit of direct damage, you have you do have a little bit of card draw, but, I mean, you also have stuff like Shield Shatter, which is, you know, going to be completely freaking useless for Rogue. So, I, I it just a, a bit too much of a, a, bit, a bit too big a pool to be pulling from to actually get something useful. Maybe if you got a discount, maybe if you got some sort of discount, or maybe if this spell didn't cost five. Yeah. That's the maybe. problem. Yeah. That that thing costs five, and you get don't get to pick what happens. I mean, it could potentially win you the game. It could very easily lose you the game too. Yeah. 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 I I gave this one a one. I wasn't even gonna give it the the two courtesy. <laughs> I just gave it a one. Although I I am debating if the artwork is like a negative ten or like a fifty. <laughs> Because hey, that troll's happy. He, he just he just he just Hook won the jackpot. Hook should not look like that. Hook tusk is creepy. That is terrifying, and I am scared. But also, I can't stop looking at it. So it's like mm. I can't tell if this is good or bad. Ten out of ten would uh, would jackpot again. <laughs> All right, let's let's quickly move on to shaman then, so you don't have to keep looking at that card. Okay, good, good. All right yes shaman let's get into it these these ones are a little bit better here so our first one is going to be a rare nature spell five mana called command of neptilon a that says summon two five four elementals with rush overload one yes 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 i like this card i want this i i think i'm gonna rate this a four uh, I think I could actually see this being played in a couple different decks. Um, I'm going to be trying it out in like an elemental type deck just to fill in and rush, you know, rush minions are great. I think the one overload isn't that impactful. Uh, I could see people trying like a quest line shaman again and putting this in there to help with that. Don't know if that's going to be successful, but just getting multiple minions to impact the board uh, seems pretty great. So I like this one. Yeah, I gave it a three. I think I might. Uh, I, I'm i being a little bit cautious with it. I mean, I don't really see a downside to this card. So it seems very good um, to rushing five fours. Yeah. So it's a really, really solid card. So this reminds me of Faceless Corruptor. That was the five mana... I think they were five fours originally. They're now four fours and it would basically transform a minion on the board and then give you another one that both had a rush. That was powerful. This is, this is the same thing. The overload is, is not bad. It's a nature spell, which means it's got, you know, multicaster synergy elemental. There's elemental support within there. I hadn't even considered the fact that this is a nice card potentially for, for quest shaman and the overload uh quest that they have i think this is literally one of the best five cards in this set and so i i gave this a a, a nice strong four yes agreed all right well let's talk about the next one here 
Clownfish. It's a three mana, three two Murloc. Battle cry. Your next two Murlocs cost two less. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a three. I think this is a pretty good card if you are wanting to go for some Murloc stuff. I don't know if the couple of Murloc cards here that we've gotten are enough to make a Murloc Shaman like pretty viable and, and strong enough to compete with other decks. But I definitely think if you are going to be trying a Murloc Shaman, you want to play this one. Uh, I have it down at a two. I, I forgot Murloc Shaman can be played, to be frank. I don't even <coughs> know what they have. So I, <coughs> if it doesn't jump out to me, I think it's pretty mediocre. So I gave it a two. I gave this a three. I think I think there actually is a little bit of um, a li a little bit here. We do have like the Piranha Poacher that gives you Piranha Swarmers. That's a that's a Murloc that you could potentially play. You've got Cookie the Cook that is three mana that suddenly suddenly becomes uh, becomes one mana to play Cookie. That that seems okay. I don't I don't know if there is a a full-on good package of Murlocs right now. Um, but but even like Firemancer Flurgle is still in standard and and that's two mana. So suddenly becomes free. And so there's enough here that it might be might be worth trying. And and even and even you could consider even just playing this if you're playing like Mutanus and Finley. Uh, in a more controlling deck to, to suddenly make Mutanus cost five, suddenly that gets to be kind of interesting as well. So I, I'm giving this a three. I think this is nuts in, in Wild, where where there definitely is yeah. a, yeah. a, a, a Murloc Shaman. Uh, and if we get more support for Murlocs uh, the rest of the year, this could be even better. Yes. Our last one is Tide Lost Burrower. It's a four mana, four, four Murloc. Battlecry, Dredge. If it's a Murloc, summon a two, two copy of it. Um, I am, I'm giving this one a two. I think it's still pretty good. Like it might even just be a three. Um, just because the Dredge effect and it's a decent body, but I think to get the full value, obviously you want to dredge up a Murloc, so you get the two-two copy. Uh, it's kind of interesting, I think, because like the best value, right? The most ideal is like a Murloc War Leader or something that maybe has like a Death Rattle effect or some like some effect like that that's not a Battle Cry. And I feel like a lot of the Murlocs are Battle Cries, so it is just a two-two body, which I don't know how I feel about that. So. I think that's why I lean towards the two or like the other one I could see you playing in more cases than, than that one. Uh, I gave it a two as well. It, it doesn't really strike me as a standout card. I mean, it's all right, but it, it kind of, in my mind, it fits the definition of fringe because it's the only deck that would play this would be a Murloc deck. So yeah, I went, yeah. I went two on it. I gave it a two as well. I, I think you want a good amount of Murlocs in here so you get that two-two copy as well. 
And uh, so if we get a, a Murloc Shaman deck, it, then then this card is uh, is is better. It becomes a lot better. All right, let's move on to Warlock. We've got two classes left. Uh, this is the other legendary of this, uh, the other class legendary of the set. It is Commander Ulthok. It is a five mana seven seven with a battle cry that reads: Your opponent's cards cost health instead of mana next turn. So a single turn effect like this. Um, I don't know what I think about this. The the seven seven body seems pretty solid if I'm going to play this, but it also feels like at the same time, if I'm making my opponent's cards cost health instead of mana, that they could potentially go off on me or very easily, easily remove this as well as develop something. So I'm not entirely sure I like this card. I'm going to give it a two, but it is, I, 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 I I don't see it. What, what what should I be seeing with this card? Um, you're see you're looking at a newer uh, newer sleeker twenty two model of Millhouse Mana Storm for uh. Warlock Millhouse Mana Storm, and he is terrible. <laughs> I gave him a okay. one. Like uh, seven, I get a seven seven. My opponent gets to play their hand and basically win the game. Yeah. I seems, was, seems I was like wondering a if I'm missing something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess the idea is like, oh, okay, well, maybe I play, they play enough cards and then I can curse them out a little bit. You know, like they play enough of their hand, they go down a bunch, and then I'm able to hit them with a couple curses after that. I just, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't feel like that is something that realistically is going to happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I gave it a two. But it this I I don't quite see it either, like yeah it's some people were saying maybe this is kind of the higher end of maybe some sort of aggressive warlock like the tops out at this five mana, and it kind of forces your opponent to uh, deal with the seven damage by spending health on their cards, or take all the damage from whatever you're putting on the board, which I, I guess that's kind of the best case. I don't know. It, it feels yeah. like a stretch. Well, let's talk about Immolate. This is a four mana rare fire spell that says light every card in the opponent's hand on fire in three turns. Any still in hand are destroyed. What? <laughs> this is quite possibly one of the most interesting tech card texts that I can recall ever seeing in Hearthstone. Uh, I don't know if it's particularly good. I mean, you're giving your opponent a lot of turns to potentially play cards. Um, and this costs four mana to do it. Uh, and apparently if you, if you put the, any of these cards back into the deck in a lot of cases it's going to potentially uh redo you know remove that effect of having them uh catch fire and be destroyed 
apparently tradable well it keeps the effect but it doesn't actually blow up when it's in the deck so i don't know i i don't think this is a particularly great card uh i've heard i think there's some people that really really have voiced some displeasure towards it uh, uh it feels a little like ticketist to me i think maybe so i'm gonna give it a two i don't think it's i don't think it's uber powerful um but i'm very curious to see whether or not it actually sees some play i also have it as a two it seems to me that um what it does is it like punishes slower decks and i don't necessarily know i mean i feel like it 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 can do something especially against the decks if this fits into the curse decks and what this does is it empties your opponent's hand they will never be able to fill up their hand again they will never be able to starve you out well, you're sitting there with curses in your hand because their hand will get emptied one way or the another. So, like, mm. it makes sense. I'm just not sure that it's good enough. Sure. Yep. I I don't think I have anything else to add. I gave it a two as well. I, I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. I, I, li- I like the card text, though. I, th- I think this yeah. is actually a very interesting effect and definitely a unique effect. Um, it is, yeah, for as sure. Far, yeah. As far as something we've seen before. I gave it a three. Uh, I don't think I said that, but yes. Okay, three, and then Dragon Rider, what was I, your rating on it? I a gave two? it a two, yeah. Okay, okay. Final card is a common minion, Herald of Shadows. It is a three-mana 4-2 Naga with a battle cry that reads, If you've cast a shadow spell while holding this, steal two health from a minion. Um, okay. I don't want to play a 4-2, but a three-mana 4-4 seems okay. Uh, I still gave this a two. I'm not, I'm not sure I entirely see a, uh, a situation where I want to want to be playing this. Yeah, that's exactly it. I also gave it a two for those exact reasons. I'm like, am I missing something here? Is this card, does there some text that says this card's good and I'm just not reading it correctly? So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I also gave it a two. Uh, the only thought that I had with this is <laughs> because I was I was trying early on in the expansion. I attempted a Naga Curse Warlock uh, that was well before the buff to the Syracas Cultist. But that means that this Herald plus the Syracas Cultist are the only two Warlock Nagas. So if you play Amalgams... You can maybe discover those when you get the class cards, but okay. <laughs> there you go. I mean, a three mana four two with the divine shield is good. A three mana four two that just gets two health conditionally if you've casted another spell, yeah. not so good. So yeah, I'll keep playing my sunken moon catchers. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, tell us about warrior dragon raider. All right, yes. So we've got some warrior cards here. The first one is a uh, rare spell. It's called Clash of the Colossals. Three mana. 
add a random colossal minion to both players' hands. Yours costs two less. Okay. Uh, I am going to put this as a two. I think this is <laughs> its pretty fringe. I like the effect. I think it's fun. But I think that's kind of where it stops. I think, uh, again, this is another one where I think if you get this off of the Noggling, because it's a three mana or cheaper spell, great. You could probably do that. I don't know if you want to actually put this in your deck, though. I gave this a, a dumpster fire one because, like, I don't want to put Colossals in my opponent's hand. I don't care if I get one yeah. in my hand. I do not want to put a Colossal in my opponent's hand. So I would prefer I, not to do that. My luck is I always give my opponent the perfect Colossal to what I'm trying to do, and then I get something that work, does not work at all for what I am trying to do. And and that would be the case probably right here. And it wouldn't even matter if mine costs two less. Uh, it, it wouldn't make up for the fact that, you know, I just gave them a perfect card and, and, I, and I did not. So I always... I am always very hesitant on playing cards that put cards into my opponent's hand uh, that I have no control over. So I gave this a two, and I I would be very surprised if this sees much play. All right, next up we have Igneous Lava Gorger, a four mana, three five elemental with taunt, battle cry, dredge, gain armor equal to its cost. Uh, we do have a note here, if you get Shield Chatter, you do gain 10 armor for that, because that's the cost of the card. Um, I I kind of like this. I'm giving it a 3, but I actually think this is a pretty interesting one. I mean, you're getting a taunt. It's kind of like reminiscent of the kind of old school early taunts, I feel like, with the 3-5. Like, yeah, Sinjin Shield Master! Shield master. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly exactly so like, okay it, it's maybe not like the greatest stats like sure it's fine uh taunt okay but you do dredge and you can get some armor out of it so there is definitely some upsides uh so i think this one's pretty neat so i gave it a three yes yes for all the reasons i also gave it a three you explained it very well yeah, I, I, I like it as well. I gave it a three. I, I don't think it's flashy, but it's, yeah, Shieldmast is crying somewhere because this is an infinitely better card than that was. We've come a long way, Shieldmaster. We've come a long way. Long way indeed. <laughs> Feels like forever since we've been playing with Shieldmaster. Yeah. All right, well... How about this last one here? It is a uh, another elemental minion, so it's kind of interesting. But uh, this one's an 8 mana. 5-8. Battle cry. Deal 5 damage. Gain 8 armor. Okay. It seems good. Like, I, I like the dealing 5. I like the gaining 8. It seems kind of costly for not as many stats. I... <laughs> I'm honestly giving it a one. I don't know if it's maybe that bad, but like, I don't want to pay eight for this. I don't know. I gave it a if, three. If we, I think it, if you get it from, from the depths and discount it, sweet. I just don't want to pay eight for it. I mean, if it was cheaper, 
you would not be happy about this. Like, unless you were the one playing it. I just, I feel like it's... Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's appropriately costed for what it does. So, um... It so you guys still haven't even said its name. Title Revenant Title is Revenant. what this card is called. Oh, sorry, I missed, I missed the name. Sorry. <laughs> so, so we don't even. So you didn't even know what it was. It remind. Oh, do you remember Ultimate Infestation? This does a lot of the things yeah. that Ultimate Infestation do, did. Deals five damage, gain eight armor, get a five eight minion on the board, and this costs eight rather than ten. I. It does not have taunt, which is a big deal. I, this would be absolutely nuts. So if it had taunt, I'm talking it up like I'm giving it a great rating or something. I'm not. I'm giving it a two. But I, I think, I think this is actually a pretty decent card. And and there's like no stipulations on it. It is literally you just battle cry, deal five damage, gain eight armor. Five damage can go face. And it's another card that you can gain armor. <laughs> so if you're if the forty five plus armor that you're already gaining in, in Control Warrior isn't enough, here's a here's a way to get eight more or sixteen exactly. if you're playing Bran. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to discount it to play Bran. We still have coin though. Yeah, Bran does cost. Yeah. So it, or if he was on the board for a previous turn, yes. Uh, yeah. It, so yeah. Which if you, I mean, if if, if, if that Bran lives until the next turn, you're probably winning anyway. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's our warrior cards. All right, we've got five neutral cards, two legendary colossals, actually two rares and a common. Let's car- talk about the legendaries. It's Neptulon, the Tide Hunter, a 10 mana, 7 7 elemental, colossal plus 2. Uh, the minion, the, the, the plus 2, the appendages are 4 twos. Uh, Rush and Wind Fury on this card, and it says whenever Neptulon attacks, if you control any hands, they attack instead. And so. So literally the 7-7 has Rush, and so it can attack, and if you try to attack, it doesn't attack, and then the two hands rush in and and do the damage instead, which means then this can rush a second time, because it didn't actually rush the first time. So this does a lot the turn that you play it, And, and yeah, the Wind Fury, I guess, means that it gets to do it twice, but... I ten mana is a lot to pay though, so I'm not quite sure where this goes. I'm gonna give this a two, but th- this is like this does enough that on the board the turn it gets played that I think it can cost ten mana and and still find some play. But I just outside of outside of druid, I'm not quite sure what classes I would want to actually play this card in. Yeah. I I agree. I ended up on a uh, two with this. It's fringe, right? It, it feels fringe. Like there there might be like one or two places in in random control decks that want it. So yeah, that's where I see it as a two. All right, all right. Hear me out. <laughs> okay, oh my god! No, I... All right, here we go. <laughs> I love this. I'm, bra- I'm bracing myself. <laughs> I gave it a four. I love this one. Like you gave White Ray a one, hands. and you gave this card a four. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just that's, I like this that's one. a decision that can be made. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I made those decisions consciously. <laughs> yes. No, it's uh, I don't know. I just I think this card is really fun. Yes, the ten mana is the drawback, but the rush like. I, I think a couple of the other colossals that we've seen that do have like rush mechanics, uh, Krabatoa and even the heads for, um, oh my gosh, the hunter one. Now I can't think of the name. Uh, Hydrolodon. Hydrolodon. Uh, yep. I don't know. Like I just I like things that impact the board immediately, and mm-hmm. the the wind fury, the rush wind fury. And then the hands attacking instead, and they have immune. Like that, just it does so much. Like, like you said, mage, and it just it feels like so impactful. Um, I am going to be trying this out in a uh, shaman, an elemental shaman with the Forgeborns to discount this. So, you know, I, the you idea go. is you play the Forgeborns, and then hopefully you get to play this for eight mana and not ten. Still, of course, it still seems super slow, and depend if how I build deck, it might just be aggressive and like <laughs> this is just like a win more card. But uh, it it's a really interesting concept, and I think it's it's really cool. I'm really interested with the uh, immune aspect and how sticky these bodies end up being. Yeah, no, that sounds sounds interesting. You'll have to uh, report back and tell us how that yes. goes. I'm I'm oh, interested well. in hearing. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 have to catch your stream to find out how that goes. Exactly. The, the other colossal is Azamat. It is an eight mana six five beast colossal plus six. So this is board in a card right here. Death rattle for each of Azamat's tentacles. Destroy a random enemy minion. So if if you play this and all six of its uh, appendages, it's going to destroy six things on your opponent's side of the board if they if they have six. So uh, that's really weird <laughs> and kind of interesting as well. Uh, I think this is a little bit better statted than than Neptulon. Um, I still don't know how much it'll actually see play though, but this, this seems like annoying because you, you can't play around this. They just play this and you've been, and you've been playing minions and, you know, I, I feel like this, they just play this and then suddenly you are looking at this, this giant board and, and your board's gone. I give this a two though. Is is it better than that? I gave it a three just because it's it's a board clear in a card. It's it's mm-hmm. it's potentially um uh twisting nether for someone who might not have access to twith- twisting nether. So it seems uh, like it potentially has some upside there. So And better because you actually end up with a board at the at the end of it too. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I- I ended up on a two for this one. I'm just, I'm not sure yet. It seems really interesting. Uh, I can, I can maybe see some spots where this goes. I honestly think that this, like this would be the, the dream pull from that Paladin nine cost card, the 
front lines or if you play that front lines and you pull out the the azimuth and then you fill your board and they only get one minion like yeah all right but (laughs) i don't know Uh, if it then killed the minion that your opponent just played or got from that then yeah that would be good i don't know how the operations would work on that but um but yeah that would be interesting uh moving on we have a coil fang constrictor four mana five four beast with a battle cry that reads look at three cards in your opponent's hand and choose one it can't be played next turn this is not school teacher it's not going to see play like school teacher is seeing play now i gave this a two i I don't i don't i don't think i want to play this i gave this a three just because i feel like it's it feels like a a uh what do you call them the blade master onari kind of but you potentially get a say in what card doesn't get to get played i i could be 100 wrong on this and this card could just be complete trash but um I I think it has a lot of potential, so I gave it a three. Yeah, I think Okani is the one you're thinking of, right? Okani, yeah, it's, what, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, close yeah, enough. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting effect. Like, and and the, yes, <laughs> you brought up teacher. That that's the stat line yeah. that I keep comparing it to. Um, I still did give it a three. I think the big thing is like it still has the beast tag. So I think some decks, like honestly, I could be I could see this in like a beast hunter deck, uh, or maybe even like a druid, like a beast druid, just to you know, if your opponent has a board clear and you stall that board clear one turn, aggressive decks can take advantage of that one turn delay, and be able to kill you. Uh, is that going to be enough? I don't know. I think this is a really cool effect. And I definitely think, especially like the first day or two, people are going to be just <laughs> like putting this in like every deck sure. just to, to see how it goes. But I do think that it probably will uh, start to fall out of some lists. And and I think some lists, you probably don't want to take something else out to put this in. So I'm just yeah, going to go I, with the three. I don't know. I, I just like there's a the, the rogue gadget that allows you to basically sap a minion and then they can't play it the next turn. That that to me seems good. This doesn't seem to me to be as good just because they didn't pay the mana once for something already and you're just telling them they can't play it next turn. If if there was some delay of longer than a turn, maybe this would be more interesting to me, but only one turn doesn't feel impactful enough. That's fair. The other rare card we have is called Snapdragon. It is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three beast with a battle cry that reads, Give all battle cry minions in your deck plus one plus one. Paging Mr. Keliseth. Keliseth. Line one. Keliseth. But it's not all the cards. It is just the battle cry cards. And battle cry cards normally are a bit understated. So this maybe then brings them back up to, to, to speed. There does feel like there's a lot of battle cry cards that get played right now. So I think this potentially could have some impact. I'm going to give it a three because I feel like giving a lot, you know, if, if you end up 
putting this in a deck and you have a, a decent number of Battlecry minions, say 10 or, or 12 of them, that 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 plus one plus one really adds up. And, it, and it's just a a rare card. So you can play more than one of these things. And it has a battle cry, so you can buff that card at the very least. Yeah, I gave it a I gave it a two. I'm not I'm not sold on it. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I could be wrong on it, but yeah, I, I I don't see it. I gave it a two as well, but I, I kind of really went back and forth between two and three. So I'm like I kinda of see both sides, but that I, I think there's a couple of decks that want to take advantage of this. I think the uh, the Burn Shaman, like Freeze Burn Shaman, has a lot of Battlecry minions that probably want to take advantage of this. Um, maybe in the Warrior, but I'm not sure if Warrior actually just wants to play this in the deck or not. But that could be another one where they do seem to have a lot, especially when they're putting things in like Baran. You know, they're, they're going to have some Battlecry stuff. Uh maybe some sort of hunter or mage that's playing the battle cry nagas but i don't know i i just keep teetering between two and three on this one so i don't know all right our final card in the mini set is called bubbler it is a one mana two four elemental that says, after this minion takes exactly one damage, destroy it. Pop. Pop doesn't mean anything. It's just cute. Um, one mana 2-4 seems pretty good. And, and it says, takes exactly one damage. So if it takes two damage, does that mean you have a 2-2 two -two left over? Yep. Yep. Okay. So I it's neutral, it's elemental. I'm not I love the stat line, but I'm not sure like if it's good enough to actually like find its way into decks because it's like I think you want to play like the 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 scale hide, the like the vicious scale hide if you're playing Nagas and and like you're are, are, I'm just not sure if there if this is impactful enough. Like it's so much stats, but it it still might not be enough to even see play. Yeah, I gave it a two. I don't think it is impactful enough. The the cute little pop I don't think is enough to uh make it desirable to be in your deck. So yeah, yeah. I I just see it as a two. It's got good stats, but you know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I I gave it a two as well. I'm going to be trying it in my elemental shaman that I put together. Sure. Um, you know, because again, with like the forgeborns, this could be a zero mana two four. I'm just getting another, you know, elemental out on the board to keep some chains going. Seems good. Makes sense. But, you know, again, with like, uh, you have the mage hero power, the demon hunter hero power, the rogue hero power, the druid hero power, like all of those kind of just answer this pretty easily. Some one attack minions, some spells that deal one damage. It's like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, they, it still means that they have to do something. True. 
that yes. does one damage in order to in order to get it to pop. I yeah. gave it a two. I don't know if I said that, but it's it it's like remember when we were blown away when we had a two two one mana two two minion that was a class minion. And yeah. Like, wow, this is really good. Now we now have a one mana two four minion, and we're like eh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like eh, yeah so that is the the uh throne throne of the tides mini set that is all 35 cards and uh yeah that is that's going to be out when you hear this we do have a poll question for this week we want to know from you do you think nelly should continue to show the discovered pirates in the history bar do you think that was a feature and not a bug give us your thoughts the voice the answers are yes no or you're not sure vote tell us what you think and we will share the results on next week's show and this this is a question that is true or false. So make sure you answer correctly. We will be checking the results. So, all right. Uh, speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Uh, follow our top pin tweet to uh, go to the Dr3 Discord. And you can email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Um, and you can find myself on Twitter at Daring Alkaline. Um, my streaming is going to be a little bit light coming forward the next week or so as I recover from COVID. I I haven't done a lot. I had a really fun Space Quest stream last night. Um, if you guys ever want to watch me stream, if I if you see me tweet out about streams with me and my friend Pixie Boot. Those streams are a blast. Everyone loves those, so I would recommend. We usually do it Monday, 8.30 EST. So if you want to come hang out for those, those are a lot of old-school retro adventure game fun. So, And thank you, both of you, for doing the the lion's share of the talking today. I really, really appreciate it. So I, I'm glad I could be here and talk cards. Um, I just couldn't talk that long, so thank you. Dragon Rider, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K, uh, Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider DK, and uh, just all over the place. Been doing some casting. Uh, we'll be setting up those tournaments. You can find uh, those on Battlefy if you search for Aspire Esports Center. And then uh, coming up in mid June, I will be casting some Eternal card games. So, trying to, uh, yeah. We're trying to put together a good casting reel showcasing multiple uh, modes and then multiple games on top of that. So hopefully I can, you know, keep keep growing as a caster. And Mage, take us home. Sure, you can find me talking about Hearthstone and the other games that I'm playing at Mage of Death, and you can hear me talking about Moon Knight at least for one more week on our phases of the moon Knight podcast which you can find that on twitter as well it is at phases of mk but we will be moving on to another another uh comic book so woo! after that so yeah yeah can't wait to hear about that also if you listen this long and i appreciate you listening this long if you noticed in the discord in the last week i did in fact, lose yep. to an abyssal cursed warlock that was running 
all the kind of altar of fire twisting nether uh you know the the um like burn deck burn your deck cards the the bristlebacks and all this sort of thing mm-hmm. and it cheesed me off to absolutely no end so i'm glad the thing got nerfed it had to get buffed before i finally had it happen to me but it has in fact happened to me and i did in fact report it and i'm reporting it on the podcast as well i got beat by curse warlock ah god ah well i'm sorry but I told you it was coming. <laughs> it happens. It was. Yes, it's been a long time coming, but it finally showed up. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you, as always, for tuning in. And you've been listening to Doctor Three. Nothing but curses. Boom.